Hey beautiful people, welcome to the Be Official Podcast. I'm your guy, your host, Paul Payne 837. And I just want to say thank you so much for the overwhelming love and support you guys have been showing us. Yeah, you know, we've been on a quick one, you know what I'm saying? We've been on a quick one, you know, and I've been uh, up on my sleeves are pretty, like, this pretty past uh, days, you know, uh, at least I've, I've managed, you know, giving you um, some episodes, you know, unlike where it used to pass like months before we could give you latest episodes. But uh, yeah, here we are, brand new, feeling fresh, feeling cool, feeling good. But today is really emotional for me because the song I'm going to talk about, uh, the song where we are breaking down uh, behind the song today is... Uh, pretty an emotional song you know and um yeah it's uh titled emotional blood yeah i don't know what i think it's it's the way the song was just coming out you know like the way i was portraying the emotions on the track is what led to the emotional blood and not blood, blood, like drip. But anyway, yeah, it's more like blood, you know, because I'm speaking about things that I have been through and I've gone through and I keep on going through, you know, on my daily, daily basis. So today's song is titled Emotional Blood and um, yeah, produced by Fusa all the way from Uganda. Shout out to Fusa, man. Great guy. And um, yeah, so this song is pretty much you know the type of thing where uh, it's really hard to talk about because pretty much everything laid in there man this is this is my life story this is just like me before being vulnerable and all that kind of stuff you know because that's what my music is all about man to be honest like three quarters of all my music is me being vulnerable in a song you know, me being vulnerable in a song and um, just like a short story, you know, uh, shout out to one of my exes, man. She, um, there's this one time I met her listen to one of the songs, you know. Um, there's a song I did with DJ Victor titled Nakana. I, I didn't make her listen. She heard that song way before we even, like, you know, started going out and stuff. So... She's like, you know, one of the songs that I really love uh, that you did was Nakana because it brought out something different from you. This is a song that was speaking about gender-based violence, like talking about the things that uh, your family was going through. And, you know, I could relate. That song really brought me close, you know. And uh, if, you know, she, 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 she reminded me of uh my starting points you know way before i like when i was starting up you know i I, there's a song i did titled addiction that song talked about the addictions i was going through you know um this song brought a different type and different kind of me and this this was a song that really brought me to the masses like people getting to know more about me and the 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 crazier part is people related to the song way different than the songs i thought would speak to them 
You know, there are songs that you just do for the sake of, okay, you know, we're creating a jam, slaying demons, doing this and that, you know. Yeah, praise God. Not meaning that those songs are bad, but I felt like I wasn't getting to to being at a maximum level of me portraying something to God, like me giving out the best to what God called me to do, you know. And it was at that point until I did addiction that someone brought a different side and people related and a lot of people came to me and told, told, told me how that song played a big part in their lives, you know. So she told me one thing. If you want to really be the best version of yourself, you really need to be vulnerable in your songs. Uh, and it was more like a confirmation because this is something I was struggling with, you know, trying to to like speak upon because these these are really things that I'm just switching off my internet because notifications keep coming, you know. <laughs> yeah, sir. So uh, it was more like a confirmation of um, I really needed to be on a whole different pace, like. I really needed to speak to a, an audience that is lost like I was, like I was, you know, trying to find the definition of who you truly are. That's where the be official comes in, you know. It's finding who you truly are, where God positioned you to be, knowing the gift that God gave you and understanding how to use that. And not just following trends or following anybody, but understanding that God created you for a specific task. So it was a confirmation on my end where she said those words, you know. And yeah, here we are today. So the title of the song is titled Emotional Blood, just like I said before. And um, yeah, so we were chopping it up, breaking it down. Let's roll the dice. Um, so the song is straight away, no chorus, it's just like, pew. other people call it a freestyle style, that kind of stuff, but yeah, just like a straight out song, so, I'm from a broken home where fighting was a love sign, where speaking about certain issues wasn't fine, uh, I'm facing temper issues, man, it's in the bloodline, um, just from the first line itself, you know, um, it's it's now when I realized that, you know, there there are certain things that were normal when whilst we were growing up, you know, like parents fighting, you know, parents yelling at each other, you know, um, just being in an environment where you can sit on a table as a family eating together, you know, these were things that were just normal, but. When I grew up and started realizing and seeing all these things, I was like, hold up. This was really one toxic uh, environment I was in. You know, my siblings were in. And growing up, to us, that seemed to be like, you know, it's a normal thing, you know, because this were the things we were exposed to. And it was really... Uh, something that was just like it's, it's 
that's how we live, you know. So growing up made me realize that I had to do a reset. You know, I had to do a reset because certain things were now running through my blood streams. What I'm trying to say is now I started picking up on those certain pecs that were going on, you know. I now was keen to anger issues, you know, uh, temper issues, all these type of things now where things I started walking into. So that's where the running in my bloodline comes in, you know, so, um, yeah. Um, I lost my mama, got depression, but I act fine because a man is never prone to show a weak sign. They'll be calling you a sim, trust your own line. Uh, the most difficult state was when mom passed away, you know. Uh, it's until this day that it still even haunts me, you know. Like, I want to say... You know, there's a part of me that just want to say, you know, no, yeah, no, I'm over it. Nah, I'm a man. Nah, I think growing up, we all, we, my, my, my generation was taught to never show any weeks, especially for us men. You know, every time you try to, like, you hate yourself, fall down, you hate yourself. They'll tell you, "Kosalida, mamuna You know, meaning men are not supposed to cry. You know, when you hate yourself, you need to man up. You need to be a man. You don't need to show any weak signs uh, because that's not being a man. So we grew up with that masculinity kind of uh, thing, you know, like I can't, I can't show emotions and you know, I can't show my vulnerability and stuff because people call me weak, especially in today's age where they call you a simp, call you weak, call you all sort of names and trash you, you know, so making it very hard for you to even express yourself. That's why you find that um, majority of the suicidal rates come from men, you know, because of the same lineage we have been exposed to of not showing feelings, of not showing who, uh, who you're supposed to be. You know, like you are a man. Tears were created for a reason. And that's the reason where the relief comes in when you, out you know there's this certain relief when you cry out loud when you express yourself there's just this relief that comes out of you and you feel like it's like a fresh of breath fresh of okay it's like a breath of fresh air <laughs> Yeah, it's like a breath of fresh air, you know, where you feel at ease and you feel empty because you've pulled out those emotions that were, that were holding you back, that were holding you in, you know. So it's very important for you as a man to always show vulnerability and stuff, to always show um, the other side of you that is a very dangerous side because that other side can lead you to you ending your life and I choose life over death. Yeah. <laughs> 
yes, if not ending my own life, you know, I would rather choose life over death, you know. So it's a it's a very delicate thing, especially when coming to being vulnerable. I think this is one message we don't tend to talk about a lot, you know. It's being vulnerable finding people you can talk to in your circle who you trust very much to speaking about certain issues i think that's what we normally find the struggle and the balance because nowadays it's pretty hard again to find people to trust other people just want to use you other people just want to expose you and yeah it's really a sad world you know but one thing I can't lie to you is being vulnerable to God, exposing yourself to God. He's one of the most trusted source because he's the source. Be vulnerable to him. Expose yourself to him. Let him know what you're going through. Cry if you need to cry. Sit down, you know. Be on the floor if you need to be on the floor. Speak to him because he listens well. Before I go way too deep, let me continue. So I drowned myself in liquor. It's a bottle line. My mommy, daddy were divorced at an early age. I'm always breaking up with girls at an early stage. So um, there, there, there were times when I could find myself uh, trying to sip on alcohol because I was trying to suppress all these feelings that were within me, you know. Because I, I, I didn't have a source to run to. I didn't have where to run to apart from the liquor, the bottle. That's where the source was. That's where I felt the utmost power of, yeah, suppress what I have rather than me speak about it. And, uh, I, uh, so I drew myself, my mommy and dad were divorced and then, so the, you know, all these things, then, how can I put it? Then, at the midst of all these things, right, you're young as a kid, you know, and uh, your parents divorce. And these are the people you looked at, like, these were sort of like a mirror of what love looked like. You know, these were the people you look you looked up to when it came to what love was like. You know, and then you get to hear that these people are divorced. For me, it was kind of different. My siblings were there when everything was happening. I was in school, in boarding, you know. So when the news approached me, it was really sudden, you know. And this was towards my uh, end of uh, term exams, you know. And I get to hear such news. To be honest with you, I really failed that term because I f I, like I couldn't understand, you know, I felt to understand. I just couldn't wait to go home and hear what really happened, you know. And being young and being exposed to such was really damaging to me, you know, was really damaging to me. Until now, I, I really try to fight with all these emotions that are within me that always sometimes lead me to depression, you know, because this is something that really haunts me a lot, you know. So a minute I'll be happy, then I'll find myself battling with that. And um, 
speaking to my siblings, my close friends, I think this is one thing that really helps me a lot because if I wasn't in that state, trust me, I think it would be a whole different case and a whole different scenario. So these whole things, you know, we, we don't tend to speak about it a lot, especially when it comes to depression, you know, so... Uh, I'm always breaking up with girls at an early stage. They feel being broken first. See, I always gauge. I carry a lot of other issues in my backstage. So uh, before I really got out of that system, out of the life I used to live, you know, because of the exposure I was with at that at that stage, you know, I felt it was okay living, you know, like you living first, you know, breaking up with girls at an early stage. I think for me, that was normal because this was one thing I was exposed to. I was wrong, you know, I was really wrong. And um, I remember calling all my exes, apologizing for the damage that I caused. It wasn't easy, but I had to chop my ego off. And trust me, I think 90% of the men, only if you are willing to do that, because it really took a lot for me, man, just... Like picking up, finding those numbers and calling, like calling them was just like something else, you know. Um, it it really took a toll on me, you know. Understanding that it's not okay just living people, you know. It's not okay just living people. You have to be in a place where. You have empathy of thinking and sitting down with the other person, speaking about certain issues and making them understand, you know. Um, though other people don't understand, but other people will understand, you know. These are things that in our African culture we were never prepped for, you know, where parents sit you down and tell you their reasons why they're divorcing, but rather will just do it for the sake of their own sake. And... I think this is uh, something that our upcoming generation should ought to change, you know. Like, these are things that we have to expose our children to certain different type of things, making them understand and just, like, preaching a different message and, like, repeating the whole uh, history thing, you know. And I know it's, it's, it's kind of complicated if you look at it from a different angle, but it all everything that's worth it is a fight. You know, you need to put in a fight, man. If if you're building an empire, you need to put in a fight. If you're building a skyscraper, the foundation has to be deep, you know. So looking at how our generation is where parents are now waking triple shifts, you know, and uh, you have to keep up with ends meet. But by the end of the day, you know, you can't give anybody to teach your children how to live. You can't leave your children in anybody, any, any other person's hands. But you have to really be the parent because charity begins at home. So um, I, then I go home. I must skip this because it's getting too long now. Um... um 
So I see life was so hard I could smell cement Just to see my mama smile has a four percent I promised her a better day but God no Rejection never bothers me I've been a black ship Rejected by my own dad I felt the hellfire He never even looked back Called me out a liar Became a father figure Buried him that very day Mama held my hand She told me that it would be okay So these were instances uh, This, this uh, Let me even take it back Like rejection for me has been something that hasn't bothered me that much you know when somebody especially when it comes to you know the music biz is crazy to be honest music is not for the faint-hearted you know you take your song to somebody they reject it you take your song to blogs they reject it you take your songs to our so-called christian brothers and they'll trash you off you know looking at especially in our christian community um the christian circles everybody has a team they have their favorites they have all these kind of people so you you'll find that in instances where especially if you're coming up and you don't know anybody it's really crazy because now you have all these gatekeepers that uh you know uh you have to um kiss their butt just to have a chance you know to have a platform all that kind of stuff but it's really insane, you know. You, you, your music might be good. Your music might be good. And that's one company that might intimidate them too, you know. So I've I've gone through all these clatters and stuff. And, you know, I've been rejected. People, yeah, you know, people speak ill and stuff. You know, and uh, it just never... It, it will bother me for you just a little. But I'm one person who's quick to brush it off because of the background. I'm abuse from you know and this is something that i programmed myself to you know because i was rejected by my own father you know and this is my my father you know so if a stranger rejects me it didn't mean much to me you know it didn't mean much to me all i do is okay dust off work you know rise up dust off then move on it is what it is, you know. So, um, it's 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 a type of thing where you just need to prepare yourself and be in a position where you're really solidified. It's like you're you're really rooted because not everybody's for you, and sometimes rejection is not denial. You know, sometimes it's being uh, diverted to your true calling because sometimes probably that door wasn't meant for you probably that the that uh, opportunity was meant wasn't meant for you you know and so you just need to soldier on and just like okay um this has happened so what's the next step you know i like being seated in your own past better look at the future because the past has nothing to do with you your future is calling you the future needs you your future loves you. Yeah, so you need to be in a place where you're very quick at analyzing things, okay? And just understand that God loves you. And everything he's done, he has done it for you. You know, so you just need to put yourself in a place where you understand the fundamentals of yourself. Understand who you are. You know, and being a place where people don't get to you easily because it's what they say, it's what they throw at you that they would want to break you. But always be rooted so deep 
that they can't root you off. Yeah. Um, so that woman never gave up. Man, she used to pray. Taught me how to be a man. Say she paved the way. Seeing us doing fine, it's only God's grace. Family never supported us in our case. Only a few people showed up at our place. I can tell when a friend is acting to a face. So, um, you know, mom really played a big role in my life, man. She really played a big role in my life. And um, that's, why it, that's why it still breaks me to today because... I promised that better day, you know. I promised that if if your son go win, man, I'll, I'll take you the whole world, man. I'll tell you the whole world. I'll show you the whole. I'll buy you anything that you want, you know. I'll fly you to the U.S. of A. You know, um, these were things that I was telling her, you know. And she could laugh, you know. We would chat and laugh about it and stuff. Family never supports us in our case. To be honest with you, for me, music. When it comes to family, this is something that they just I think this this story happens with every every creative, if I can put it that way. Every creative might relate, you know. Family, it's not all the time the family will come in fully, especially when the dream is developing. There are a lot of doubts there, you know. No, you'd have done that, da 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 da. It's another story for a day, but I think that has never stopped me. I think that thing has always driven me even more to push. But the oh, the the it's it's now that then they're slowly showing, you know, like some, you know, certain attributes of you know supporting the whole thing. And I'm really grateful. Don't get me wrong. I am really grateful for that. You know, I am really really grateful. But it's on the financial side. You know, being a creative being in a space where everything requires you to have certain uh, checks and balances, you know, I think it really means a lot, you know. Music videos need money. Recording on itself needs money. Everything that you see needs money from the artwork, the recording process, the photos, everything that you see requires money. And if... You don't have anything to fall back on. This is one thing you find very talented individuals are now just going to nine to fives because there isn't like the, the music biz requires a lot of money. There was a clip I saw Ekwon speaking about. Uh, he was advising if if you're an art if, if you want to become an artist, I advise you not to be one. You'd rather if you have a two hundred thousand plus, invest it in something else. And you know that hit me. Had a point. It really had a point because music drains you. You know, there's just a lot that you need to invest in. Marketing, publicist, paying radio DJs, paying all these components that are filled in, you know. Like, it's really a lot branding yourself. All these things, you know, require a lot of energy, require a lot of things. But if you're really passionate about your dream, about what God has given you, God opens doors, man. God opens ways. All you need to do is, if this is a calling that has been placed on your life, you really need to put yourself fully, whole in. That's what I'm saying. Music is not for the faint-hearted. You need to be rooted in, you know. You need to be fully ingested in. 
get a nine to five work, but also start, that, that money you're getting, invest in your craft, invest in your craft, man, find different skills, you know, learn certain things that you need to learn, you know, add all these certain things to your, um, to your creative, um, I can just say portfolio, you know, learn all these attributes that will push you further in, in what you, uh, need to, to do for, for your livelihood, you know? So, yeah. Thank you so much for joining me. That was Emotional Blood. And uh, shout outs to everybody, you know, who's purchasing the match on the Be Official site. That's popin87.com. Thank you so much. And I have a membership that is open now, you know, only for $10 per month. If you want, you can do it annually with 30% off. And you'll get exclusive content, exclusive content like music performance videos and official music videos you'll be the first to have them at your glance so thank you so much for joining me i've been your host i've been your guy pop 837 sign out